0: Welcome to Disembodied. This is episode 17, Discernment. This is actually building on a previous episode called Thought Control, which addressed negative thought loops. In this follow-up episode, I want to say something about worst-case scenarios, which are a type of negative outcome extrapolation for the future. These imaginings tend to keep you up at night. I think everyone is prone to letting their thoughts trend into a negative scenario, at least some of the time. And maybe this sort of thinking saves us from bad decisions to a certain extent. The problem with this type of thinking is that it can take over and start to dominate your concept of a future. It can present itself as pretty divorced from reality, or it can even be pretty likely to happen with a given set of circumstances. That's the tricky part. It requires discernment to see the difference. I'm thinking back to a couple of survival reenactment stories I've watched on YouTube. One of those stories was about a group of teenage boys. They were Boy Scouts, actually, and they were trekking into the Grand Canyon with two older guides I think one guy was like 70 and one guy was 55 or something. So it was 90 degrees out, very sunny, and they just thought it would be no problem to hike for days in the canyon with a few gallons of water divided up between their backpacks. Well, worst case scenario, strategizing probably would have served them well before setting out because it turned into a total disaster. The older guys ended up with heat stroke after they ran out of water the second day. So they ran out of water right away. And one of the teenagers ended up dying of heat stroke on the third day. They did get rescued. Then there was another story, another reenactment survival story, about a 65-year-old father and his 40-year-old son that went river rafting in Alaska. The dad, seemingly more blessed or cursed, (laughs) by worst-case scenario thinking, said he'd rather take the trip with a rafting group, but the son was convinced they could handle the adventure on their own, so he talked him into just going, just the two of them going. So they got flown out to the middle of nowhere, 60 miles from the nearest town, with their raft and their camping gear. Not long after hitting the rapids, they see sheets of ice on either side of the river, which was kind of ominous, and they thought the ice would have already melted because it was June. Before they had time to think much about it, their raft hit an ice sheet, knocking them both into the water. They got pulled under the ice by the swift water and practically drowned. They lost all of their gear and the raft, but eventually managed to pull themselves from from the river with bruises, scratches, and mortal fear. (laughs) Long story short, they both nearly die over the course of three days in the remote Alaskan wilderness. Both of these stories involve adventure trips that turned into worst-case scenarios, maybe due to hubris, which is excessive pride or self-confidence. Honestly, setting off to hike a hilly area in 90-degree heat with little water is going to kill you or severely punish you, no matter how much you work out at the gym. And likewise, with city folk venturing into bear country with the expectation that their top-of-the-line REI camping gear will save them, You're just courting a worst-case scenario sometimes if you're excessively positive or confident. So on the other side of that, if you're not taking a lot of risks, worst-case scenario thinking needs to be kept in check, I would say. It can make you feel as if there is nothing to look forward to. Think about the present situation and how we're still experiencing the COVID pandemic after months. We're all struggling through it, even if we haven't had the virus or known anyone who's died of it. We may be afraid of another lockdown or getting sick. We may be struggling with a lack of social events to look forward to, especially since the holidays are near. We may even be struggling because we know people who have recently Died from COVID. Some people are afraid the vaccines won't work. Some are afraid to take any vaccine at all. There are endless extrapolations to entertain, with some of them being very grim. I've heard people say that we will never go back to the way we were pre pandemic. Everything will be forever changed. That sounds like a worst-case scenario that is a little untethered from reality. I would be careful entertaining that one. Yes, it's possible it may keep us working from home for a long time yet, but humans are social creatures who will find their way back to gathering places. The concept of party is not dead. (laughs) Not yet. You have to keep your mind open to the possibility that one of the vaccines may drastically change the situation within months. Viruses often grow weaker over time, too. Instead of obsessing on how doomed we are, consider other possibilities that rest between worst and best-case scenarios. There's a middle path between being labeled naive or a pessimist, right? You can allow the universe to surprise you on occasion. (laughs) So the practical aspect of this episode, um, I'll give you a line from a poem that I really like. There's a poem called Desiderata by Max Ehrman. He was a, I believe, a lawyer, an American lawyer, who wrote this beautiful poem. I'm only going to give you a line or two of it. It goes like this. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune. But do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. So that's just part of the poem. And I always remember those words. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness because... It's true, we can introspect too much and basically scare ourselves about every single thing. So when you feel a worst-case scenario episode overcoming you, what should you do? First of all, I would say don't share it with everyone right away. Evaluate it instead. How tethered is it to reality? Are you creating a horror movie inside your head to torment yourself by suffering today about how you might suffer in the future? People do that. At the same time, remember that you have control over some things. You don't have to expose yourself to a lot of risks just to test your will to survive. You don't have to hike through a canyon on a 90-degree day with very little water, right? And I think by exercising your own discernment, you can regain some of the power that fear takes away from you. You can walk through chaos and come out relatively unscathed sometimes. Remember that. I've had weird instances where I saw a car in front of me that was um basically turning into me like I was bracing myself for an accident and then somehow it didn't happen like by millimeters the car missed me and that was weird sometimes things are very unexpected sometimes positive outcomes are unexpected but you have to measure your own capacity for doom sometimes, and to prevent always falling into the worst-case scenario thinking, you have to kind of elevate your thoughts, lift them up a bit, and think of what else could happen, and stop obsessing about the worst thing that could happen. This will help you get through some things, I hope. It, it helps me, and, you know, I need help too. <laughs> Um, the pandemic has not affected me directly, but, you know, obliquely, I guess it's affected me and that I can't do the things that I want to do like everybody. So we're all trying to get through this. And if you can elevate your thoughts a little, instead of always indulging the darkest thoughts, the darkest outcomes, you'll go a long way to not only help yourself, but to help others around you. I think sharing the, the worst case scenarios really has an impact on other people too. So I wish you health and wellness until next week when we meet again. Take care.